I'm a buff baby, but I dance like a man. She a nice lady and she shaking her yams. Spent the whole summer trapping out the sedan. Marching with the bands, cause I think that I can. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I'll never let you flex with me. Broke my heart about a while ago, baby, got the best of me. Mama told me, but the hoe, get that dough. All right, everybody. So we have a special guest today on OK Girl. Um, this is my former classmate from Cast Tech. Shout out to Cast Tech. Um, Dr. Smith is with us today. And um, I just want you to kind of introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do. And then um, DJ and I have some questions for you, if you don't mind. Okay. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. Um, so, yeah, I am Dr. Jamil Smith. I am both a school psychologist. So I work in a public school district um, supporting students. And then I'm also a, light, a limited licensed psychologist. So I work in private practice, mostly with children and adolescents and some women. Okay. Um, I'm excited to join y'all today. Thank you for coming on the show today. So, EJ? Yes. So, Dr. we have a couple questions. Um, Given the context of this pandemic that we're in right now with COVID-19, there's a lot going on in the the world. Um, A lot of people are coping um, with this pandemic in various ways, depending if they have a family that has been affected by this virus or they're at home working from home or if they've been laid off and a plethora of other things. Can you start us off by just telling us a little bit about the work that you do and how that has affected or has amplified um, during this COVID-19 pandemic period? Yeah, so uh, it's interesting because um, my full-time job is working in the school and uh, you know what I normally do on a day-to-day basis I really don't have students in front of me so I'm really taking a back seat and trying to support how teachers are getting ready to support their students um, but what's interesting is even in the middle of us all trying to do our job quote-unquote you know we are all experiencing indirectly or directly um, that we're in the middle of a pandemic. I keep telling people, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, it's like, this is not business as usual. And um, I'm finding in private practice that, for the most part, people are just coming to grips with, you know, maybe maybe I should talk to someone because we're mostly doing teletherapy, meaning that we are um, doing sessions online, virtually, and that's a little bit impersonal and very different than how people are used to consuming therapy. Um, I'm finding that teenagers that I work with are really struggling with, like, their schedule. So waking up in the middle of, of the afternoon and feeling like, what's the use of doing anything? Um, and then some of the adults that I'm interacting with, mostly, like, um, we were talking about on our timeline, it's like people are really struggling with sleeping and just a flood of, like, bad news. Um, and so I'm just trying to look for ways to um, support 
people as they're trying to adjust. People are really struggling with how to adjust. So I think like as an adult, I'm probably dealing with it the way my students are dealing with it. They are up emailing and texting me. It's like midnight, one o'clock, two in the morning. And I don't even like really look at the time. Like I'm just up. So I'm responding mm-hmm. to them. And it, yeah. it's, I think I feel like very obligated to protect them socially and like their social emotional health. So I just respond. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think about the fact that maybe we both need to just be getting some sleep. I'm just responding. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Is everything good? And I am also like getting to the point where why even bother to get dressed like I'm not leaving? Yeah. <laughs> like what what are some <laughs> what are some tools that you're giving people when they're at that point? Because like today I was like, oh, you know, you have a interview so like you should just get up and get dressed and dress like you were going in the studio and then by 11 I was like yeah right no I'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like what are some ways you, you are like helping people work through that when they're at that point yeah well I just I just want to affirm that I think you are not in the minority right because even <laughs> I even I all and education that I have, you know, even I have to talk myself into, let me put some makeup on, let me let me get dressed, you know, um, kinds of things. So the one thing to do is just acknowledge, first of all, that this is for a lot of us a traumatic kind of experience, which means that what is normal and typical for us, we might have to shelve for a little bit. So sort of giving us ourselves permission to not be at our best and to be functioning in a way that is either more, you know, anxious or, you know, numbing or kind of just being disconnected. And I think once you acknowledge that, you know what, maybe I don't know anybody that's sick. Maybe I don't know anybody personally who's passed away. But, you know, as you're talking about supporting your students, that secondary experience of others that are struggling or that, sort of obligation we feel to be there for others can also have an effect on how we're functioning. So once you acknowledge that, then you have to decide, you know, what are some ways that you can try to normalize what is very chaotic. Um, and so I've been telling people that if you can set a schedule for yourself, and I'm not talking about like at nine, I got to do this, can I have to do that and so on. But generally, um, you know, setting a time to get up and setting a time to go to bed and allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to consume and be available to others as best you can so that you can take care of yourself, right? So, like, you got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can truly be supportive to others. And so being aware of, like, what do I need to do for myself so that I'm taking care of myself and I can be available to others. Um, I think those are, like, ground zero kinds of things that that we have to do. Speaking of like trying to make sure you put your oxygen mask on first before supporting others, how do you support friends and families who are grieving when you can't physically be present? I think that there's a lot of death and a lot of sickness around us, whether it's related to COVID or there were prior health issues and things of that sort. What rec- Do you have any um, practical, tangible tips on how to support um, 
virtually? Like, what what are some some tips that you can do that can be um, just as loving and, and supportive um, since you can't be there in the flesh? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I keep putting prayer hands up on people's social media, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's not helping. Like, that's not helping people. <laughs> yeah. So you want to think about, like, in general, what is what is usually helpful, um, you know, reaching out and connecting with people that you care about. And, you know, what people need, they may not always be able to articulate because it's almost um, you're in a state of shock sometimes when you're experiencing traumatic things like death and, and things of that sort. So... Um, you know, thinking about virtually video chats or sending audio messages, you know, going old school and writing letters or just trying to make a phone call to people can really be helpful in this time because what you want to try to do is connect in, in authentic ways um, as, as much as possible. You know, writing text messages or sending emojis, you know, may not be as helpful if those aren't uh, joined with some other more personal kinds of ways. And, you know, your friend may not necessarily respond to the call or respond to the voicemail message or respond to the letter because they're trying to, you know, figure out what they need to be doing. But the most important thing is like to be consistently reaching out and connecting as much as you can so that they know that you're there um, for them. I also think, like, asking questions like, what can I do to help isn't always helpful because people can't always logically think through, like, how I need to tell you what I need. And so you can think about what would you need. And maybe you go and drop off some Lysol or some wipes or you bring them some some food, some takeout, and leave it on the porch, you know? Those kinds of things. Okay. Okay. I have... Um, so are you, I know you're a school, uh, psychologist or school therapist. I'm sorry if I missed so. That's okay. School psychologist. Mm-hmm. School psychologist. So psychologically speaking, right, um, do you think, um, different generations are internalizing this pandemic differently? Like Gen Z compared to millennials or Gen Y and baby boomers? Well, I do think, you know, that how you grew up informs how you are understanding and coping. But, um, you know, like, for example, like, there's this thing on Twitter about, like, you know, our parents, I don't know how to told you right now, but Generation X parents, you know, still trying to get out to go get their favorite bag of chips and going to the hardware store, you know, and trying to rein in our parents and, you know, Young people going out, trying to socialize. That was a thing maybe a week ago or whatever. I think that we all might be dealing with it differently, but I do think that the positive coping strategies that are helpful for human beings are universal. So, again, just trying to connect and manage and cope in a positive way and manage your emotions and your reactions, Mm -hmm. you know, for the transcendent generation. Got it, got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Brown, do you have yeah. a I'm sorry. I pushed mute. Um, so how how do you think teachers should kinda 
prepare for this next step that we're going through as far as like this distance learning that everyone is kind of going through? You know, I, you know, I really, uh, I empathize, you know, with my colleagues who are educators. On, I really think teachers are on the front line because even in conversations we've had as, you know, a school district this week, it's sort of like the teachers are really the primary go-to for a lot of these students. Um, you know, those students in my school aren't necessarily going to be contacting me. They're probably going to be contacting their teacher because their teacher is the one reaching out, delivering content, and things like that. So I think, number one, I think teachers have to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, a lot of administrators, well, this is not the case with every mm-hmm. place, but, you know, an administrator who is a human being and thoughtful of other human beings is going to be thanking you know, my staff needs to take care of themselves first. And I need to figure out a system to where others can support them when they need to dip out or take care of other people. Um, so I think teachers have to take care of themselves first and then be realistic about what they can do. I have colleagues who, you know, have little people at home. Thank God I don't. <laughs> I mean, I got teenagers, but, you know, if you have a little person at home, that's, that's, that's tough, you know, when you have to take care of your family or a sick person at home. And then you're expected to work. So, you know, let's think about what you can do. Trying to homeschool and, like, be on meetings with my students has been, like, it's something that I wasn't even prepared for. Because my kids are in the back in the video. Like, I have a six-year-old, and he's like, (laughs) what are y'all doing? Like, who is that? Oh, I remember you. And then I think, like, <laughs> I've had to just stop and say, okay, you can come in and say hi to everybody. Because, yeah. like, being in teacher mode, I want to tell them, like, okay, get out of here. But I have to remember he's six. Right. And he's done with his little packet, so he wants some <laughs> attention. I don't, I, right. this is just, like, for me, I think anxiety-wise, it's just different territory for me. And I'm just, like, trying to figure out how to manage. And I know for sure I need to, like, increase my therapy for myself. <laughs> yes. You know, and it's like, even if you, you know, don't normally have a therapist, even if you don't feel like you need to talk to a therapist every week, you know, it might be important just to have a person to help you think through, for example, okay, what what am I doing with my day? I got, you know, I got a, I got a kid that I got to help with school. I got work. Like, how can I make this manageable? And so having another brain to help you think through how to make this work can be worth it, you know. Yeah. Um, it can get you started because in your own head, it's like you have so much to try to process. It, it, it may be, and, it, and I, I would expect that it would be more difficult to be able to get that going. Because we didn't even have time to say, okay, next week, you know, or in a month, this is going to be your new situation. So you need to start preparing your mind and yourself to manage it. Uh-uh. It just happened like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, you know, I got to be doing this. And so, um, you know, talking to somebody can really be helpful just to help you problem solve, right? Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, um, oh, sorry, uh, no, go ahead. What you said really struck a chord. Two things that really struck a chord. Um, the leaving school and not knowing that you were not coming back for the academic yes. school is so traumatic. It's like leaving your home and not knowing that you're not. Yes. 
your things are there. Yeah. Your, your most memorable, your most memorable things are there. Um, the things that help you probably be successful in your profession are there. Um, kids are like, I've left like my notebook with my college essays, and it's just, uh, it's just so much to internalize. I'm not in a classroom anymore, but I'm, I'm a central office administrator, and I just know that talking to even principals, they're just like, this. This is, like, unbelievable. That's the first thing. And then the second thing was, like, yes, yes to therapy. And I think for me it's so important because having someone host as a facilitator of my thoughts <laughs> is very yes. cool. Because at first I was just, like, freaking out because I have to be in the house. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm an extrovert to the core. And now I'm not okay and I'm struggling. And I didn't. Yes my therapist for about two weeks and then I'm trying to like not self-diagnose myself but then I shifted from like oh my god codependency in a very negative aspect like maybe I'm so sad or so frustrated because I'm so dependent on other people like maybe I need to be my primary source of like energy first and then it just became a really dark thing and then I had a um session in which she was just like Yes and no. It's normal for you to feel like this because this is unlike anything that you have experienced. Yes, there may be some codependency um, mechanisms in your personal life, but I I thought it was really helpful because I'm trying to think through it myself. I'm Googling. I'm looking at articles, <laughs> and it's not in my favor. I'm like... <laughs> I know. There is so much information out there right now, you know, I know the first week I was like on super post mode, you know, yeah. trying to thinking that that's helpful. But then you get to a point where you, you it's it's so much that you just cannot even filter it, right? And so that's that's where a therapist can be really helpful, um, as you say, to center your thoughts and gather your thoughts. Um, because there's a lot of tools out there, but if you're unmotivated or if you're really sad or if you're feeling really isolated. It can incapacitate you, you know, and very highly educated and capable people almost just shut down all of their, their capacities, yeah. you know, and, yeah. I was in the bed for two days, and then yeah. I was like, okay, you need to get on, like, on FaceTime with your therapist, because, like, I, I text DJ, like, I did not get out the bed for two days. <laughs> all right. Yep. And I was happy because she said the one thing, and that's when I knew to call my therapist. She was like, what is triggering you? And then it made me like, okay, what happened right before I decided not to get out the bed? And that's when I immediately, like, made an appointment. Like, okay, yeah, you got to figure this out. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, I'm a therapist, too, but most healing experience that I've had in my adult life um mm-hmm. um going to therapy is yes going to therapy is oh, okay yeah well uh-huh. no, I just I feel like I, I was like started to like drink like like I was on everybody's virtual happy hour and I was like this is not helping right so I think that was just like my trigger. Like I was just down in myself and like and liquor. <laughs> I was like, oh no, like that's not the not the move. And you need yeah. to drink like this in real life. So 
I really appreciate you taking this time with us today. Like, it, do you have any, um, like, parting thoughts that you would want to leave us with? Like, just something yeah. to maybe, like, set us off for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so glad y'all are doing this, um, you know, because I don't even think a lot of us are aware of how we're dealing with this, right? Um, and so it's, it's important to, to be able to talk through and talk this out. So I just think that, you know, people who are listening, um, if you're struggling in any way, and even if you're not struggling, you know, connecting with people and trying, trying not to self-isolate, um, you know, to the point that you need it, uh, can be very helpful. Um, you know, for those who are really struggling in a dark place, you know, you have the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You know, I'll just give that phone number, 800-273-8255. Um, you know, if you need a therapist, you can call your insurance if you have insurance. I know a lot of therapists right now are doing pro bono work. And if you know somebody on your timeline or if you know a therapist, reach out and say, I'm struggling can you help me find somebody to talk to? If you're really in crisis, you know, people will support you and help you get to the next step. You need to talk to somebody. If you need to go to the hospital, um, that kind of a thing. And just in general, be gentle with yourself. Some days you might be functioning and, you know, on a roll, like nothing is happening. And then the next moment you might like totally flip and be like incapacitated. So, just to with yourself to experience that and then just try to um, find people who can help you figure out what you need to do. All right. Can we, if, are you taking patients right now or if you have some recommendations, we can add those to the episode notes too. Uh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we'll definitely add the National Suicide Hotline into the notes as well. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for so having me. Everybody, take care of you. Hi, it's LB. Hi, DJ. How are you? Hey, girl. Hey. We're podcasting through Corona on Facebook. On Facebook. I mean, FaceTime. <laughs> you know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> Facebook is where like your mental health goes to die right now. No. Facebook is irritating. I cannot do it. I haven't been on Facebook lately, so I can't. I can't really relate. Um, like if I'm on Facebook, it's probably just to respond to forty, um, forty different uh friend requests from people I have no idea. Like if it's like just one mutual friend, I'm not accepting you, bro. Like what do I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I got a lot from my people that I went to high school with, but. Like, I graduated high school in 2007, so, like, not seeing you since 2007 is a long time. Like, I don't even know who you are anymore because everyone looks different. Like, people look different. <laughs> Bruh, what? <laughs> that ain't the no. Bruh. Y'all don't think some of the people y'all went to high school with, if you haven't seen them since graduation day, they don't look different? Like, nah, most especially, of you know, no. I'm not talking about people that I know know. I'm talking about people who... We went to high school at a certain point. They were either freshmen, I were a seat, I was a senior, or something like that. I'm, I probably like saw, knew them or yeah. knew of them at that point, but not seeing you for what 14, 
plus years. Yeah, I mean, so yes, I get what you're saying. You're you're pretty accurate in what you're saying, but I also think that like if I if I know of you or we we like ran in the same circle when we were in high school, I'll add you, but I'm not because it's nothing on my Facebook. Like it's nothing that you're going to be like, oh, like I'm I'm going to steal his identity. It's like all right, cool, like. I'm okay. Like I'm okay with adding mostly anybody to any social media platform except students and and students' parents. And a yeah. lot of my Facebook requests be like student parents, and they just be like, "Why the hell do you want to find my Facebook? Like this is awkward." Yeah. Like I mean, I don't care. There's nothing on my Facebook that that's problematic or anything like that. So I don't care. I think that it's those creepy high school friends, guy guys that went to high school with you that request you. And next thing you know, they they're in your, uh, what's the Facebook thing called? F- Facebook messenger. Talk about, it's been a long time. How are you? It's been a long yep. time. I got a bunch of those. I'm like, what? I mean, just say blessed. <laughs> just put, keep pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Like it ain't like stuff like that doesn't bother me any because I have the reason why is because I have a product to sell. So it's like now that I have a product to sell, so it's like if you're able to buy my product, then cool. Like let's go. Like if I didn't have anything that I was like not trying to service people for or sell, if I was just a regular Joe Schmo teacher, like working nine to five, then yeah, I'd just be like, all right, I don't need to add you. But since I have something that I want people to listen to or consume or buy. Then it's just like, yes, come on. Yeah, I'm doing this. Have you ever thought about <laughs> podcasting? Like, come through. Yeah, I, I am on Facebook a lot, but that's because the older family members like to communicate that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get a lot of listens from Facebook. So I am on there quite a bit, but. I I just feel like it's like a cesspool right now and it can be overwhelming. And it's a bunch of this like it's always a bunch of fake news on Facebook. Face Facebook is where people just like they believe anything. Like anything. Five G top like Facebook is where like flat earth people and five G tower conspiracy theorists live. Yes. And they <laughs> just repost it. They don't even read it. Man, it's been so many times where I see like all targets are closing tomorrow. And it'd be like a fake link to take you to say like you won <laughs> a MacBook and thousand dollars. It'd be like, yo, clickbait. <laughs> it's definitely clickbait. <laughs> like, like like mom, why did you repost this? Target is not closing. Like this is not true. Yeah, I I just um am glad that we had our guest on today because I think that people don't have proper etiquette for like how to deal with this when people are announcing death which is which is also super weird to me um to just be announcing that constantly i think i feel like facebook is the last place i'm going to be if i lost somebody but this is not a normal time like I, I, my timeline is an obituary right now and it's yeah it's crazy. Part, part of it i agree with you and then part of it i kind of disagree the reason why i kind of disagree is because there's if if i lose like a uh, let's say a friend right a friend i was high school with and the majority of my facebook friends are from this high school community and yeah that's true that's what happened so yes you kind of want to keep them abreast like hey we just lost somebody today like we yeah we just all like 
you guys might not have been as close to this person as I was, but we all just lost somebody today, and I, I just want to make sure everyone's aware of that. So I, I, I get that. But if it's, like, my grandma or something, then it's just, like, it's no point <laughs> sharing that unless it's, like, my grandma was out here being sloppy and just out here in these streets when, like, being <laughs> reckless with no mask and no gloves on. Like, then it's just, like, all right. Like, y'all, my grandma was out here playing with the devil and devil got her. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, like, I'm not judging people, but I feel like it feels different. Feels so maybe morbid. weird. Yeah, maybe weird is not the right word, but it it feels uncomfortable to see this amount of loss yeah. on us on sites that are really typically, like, lighthearted or fun, mm-hmm. air quotes. Yeah. And I also think it's because the concentration of time that we have. I think that a lot of death has always been happening, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, when you look at it, like, there are a significant amount of people who are dying from corona or COVID-19. I think that it gets even more concentrated because of the time, the amount of screen time we have on just, like, social media. So it's magnified, right? Like, if you're working all day and you see somebody pass, you're like, oh, dang, like, my condolences, right? Yeah. Because you're on there so much and, like, it's so, it's so, like, I don't even know the word. Like, if somebody else, somebody, like, a mutual friend lost somebody and they commented, it's on your, it's on your timeline now. Mm-hmm. So that's another death that you see. And now you're investigating if, if it's core, there's a correlation between uh, COVID-19 or if it was just, like, regular health conditions and things of that sort. So it's just like, it's a lot. But Facebook is like the hot spot yeah. for like and, and, the status obituaries. Like it's like, yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's, that's very accurate. I think we're living in a, in an unprecedented time where it's just like, you can't, you really can't determine whether or not um, what's happening, like how people are consuming death and consuming content is all through their phones. Like, if you have, like, your screen time notification on, like, screen times have to be up about 100% at this point because most of the time we're at home, we're in these quarantine parties, we're in whatever we're in, mm-hmm. like, we're on these IG lives, all these things. This is how we're consuming entertainment. This is how we're coping with, like, the non-social mm-hmm. interactions. Like, I've never spent more than, like, six seven minutes on a uh, ig live and the other night i spent like 45 50 minutes first of all i spent two three hours one time just like the music battles but then like yeah. i'm talking about individual people oh, i God. was watching joe budden's live entertaining which one he was, is who, who which one was on it uh, was he was just like uh, tapping in random people. Like they weren't random, but they're his friends. But it was like Danny the Dream. It was like uh, Jada, the porn star. Like all these people, he was tapping in, and it was just comedy. And he was oh, like, that's when like Drake was in there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And like, that was funny. It was just like, first of all, Joe Joe Budden has this. I have this love hate relationship with Joe Budden. Joe Budden is comedy to me. He is just he's a narc. Okay, let me not take it that far, but he's a little problematic. And but he's right. also comedy. And he also has some very like good points. That's like, you know what, you're right. It's hard to internalize, or it's like, oh, you're so irritating, but you're right. You, that's like actually accurate. So I'm actually entertained by Drake hopping in a lot of these people's lives and just like yeah. commenting and going crazy. <laughs> like Drake comments are fun. Like he was cooking that girl like it was hilarious 
I think the best part of the battles too were like the celebs in the comments. Uh huh. Like Charlamagne and Tory Lanez fighting in those comments was like that was hilarious. I don't think I remember that one. Who, who Which battle? That was, was the um, was that the T Pain? Oh, T Pain. Oh, okay. T Pain and Manny Fresh. Not what? No. T Pain and, and Little John. And, oh, oh yeah. Manny Fresh? <laughs> that that Manny Fresh and Scott Storch battle yeah. was like I didn't so even disrespectful. To that one. They should not have been battling each other. I didn't listen but. to that one. I think um, yeah, the battles have been like the T Pain Lil John battle was fucking epic. Like that was Jonathan. Like, Jonathan, don't do that. Let's not do that here. Jonathan, let's not do that here. I was actually talking about Lil John okay. actually, but <laughs> okay. But it, it it it's like a two in one. They both hit. So yeah, I thought it was yeah, let's Jonathan. Just, let's, come on, let's, let's not. <laughs> So when you try me, it's Jonathan from now on. All right, wait till I learn how to pronounce your first name. I'm coming whole first name. I'm coming Did whole first name. Did you say wait until you learn? I'm screaming. Yep. <laughs> wait, I'm calling your mama. Like, yo, how you pronounce oh this? Your anyway. mama would tell you to. Yeah, I'm tired He's of calling her DJ. Well, today is the last well weekday of spring break. <sighs> no, it's <remember>. crazy. <laughs> Bro, I was supposed to be in. I was actually so I had an LA trip planned in my head. I didn't really go through with it completely. So I was gonna be in LA from Tuesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. No, Wednesday to Friday actually, because I I left Tuesday night and I was gonna get back Friday like around this time. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Look at yep. me. Now. I got two credits for this week. I was going to um, Malibu. I was supposed to go to Malibu for four days. Um, I initially had like that Thursday, Friday before spring break off. And then I was going to go to DC for a day. Um, my best friend, uh, has some wedding stuff. And then we were going to fly to New York, um, to do more wedding stuff and then fly back to Detroit Sunday night. And so I got both credits from Delta because that didn't happen. So that sucks, but here I am. Chilling now. Well, you guys have been on spring break. My spring break was over as of Monday. So I have been working. Um, (laughs) So I worked Monday through Thursday. And then today and Monday we have off. And um, really my administrator has been hit or miss with me. But I was really appreciative that he told he emailed parents and students today and told them not to contact us because we're off work, mm. which I appreciated. So uh, I'm not gonna lie, this this whole like online distance learning thing is is it hasn't even started. And it's kind of overwhelming. Like just to just to even think about having like how do you really navigate understanding? How do you navigate like um, social? Like just the balance, like a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Have, it's, I mean, it's people that's giving out laptops. Um, I think kids don't have internet. Yeah, you got you can provide laptops, but kids still don't have access to internet. And Comcast is doing the best they can, and other providers are doing the best they can to get internet in these communities. But it's just like at the same time, it's still a huge gap for kids that don't have the ability to do this. So it's just like they don't have the ability to do this. Then what are we doing it for that kid? 
Yeah. Let's give some context. So on April 2nd, Governor Whitmore closed schools for the rest of the year. Um, well, yeah, closed physical physical school for the rest of the year and implemented um, distant learning. And what that meant was that students were expected to participate if if they had the resources, right? That's that weird asterisk. And you know, for our kids, whether there's second grade all the way to 12th grade, if there's no grade associated to it, it's not, it's it's, it's not mandatory, right? And so because there's an, an equity issue with technology or we have some families, especially at the K-5 level where um, one elementary school has five students or four students, right? So if a, if a teacher has an assignment or if JG is given an assignment um, and I gave an assignment and LB gave an assignment, all those kids are in one household and they only have one laptop or even a tablet and a laptop, like somebody's not going to be able to engage with their teacher during a slated time. Or even for our families that are using and taking advantage of um, the Comcast initiative, it's all also about bandwidth, right? It's different yeah. being on FaceTime or Google Classroom with your teacher than being on a Zoom call or a Google Classroom with or Hangout with 30 students or 20 mm-hmm. students because to be able to engage with all those students takes a certain amount of bandwidth to make sure that you're keeping up at pace. And I think... So, Go ahead. I, I think I think that's where it's going to be a huge wake up call, you know, next week where it's just like, yo, this shit ain't like it's it sounds great. It sounds great. Right. You hope that we have the equity to, to spread out laptops and, and Internet to all the kids in the city, out the city, wherever they're at. You, you hope that this happens. Right. But then at the same time, at the same time, you just it's not it's not feasible. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense because if I have, like we literally have families in this district where they'll all have to be on a zoom call at a certain time in this day. Mm -hmm. So whether or not the internet could crash, the laptop could crash, these things Mm -hmm. won't, they, they don't really help. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, it, it just, it's like a lot of, and then to like try to grade or to try to give a pass or fail or whatever it is, it's just like, yo, this is not making sense right now. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple things. Uh, like, I know, like, maybe I'm a little biased because I was a part of the team that created the proposal. Yeah, I'm about to tell makes... you how it really is working too. When you get... <laughs> Say that again. I said, and I'm going to share how it's actually working. Yeah, so get... like, here's the thing. Like, I think. You could be a pessimist and have a deficit mindset, or <laughs> no, it's, I'm not a pessimist. I'm more like it's not a shot towards you. No, it's actually not a shot towards you because you made some very valid points, right? But here is the reality, particularly to the district and the kids that we serve. We gave out a survey, we and we sent out a survey to families. We also sent out a survey to teachers, right? Mm-hmm. There are going to be certain we we also work in a district where we have more privilege and have more students that have a little more privilege. Not that they have all the resources that they need to be successful, but compared to other neighboring districts, it is not apples to apples. That's one. Second is like we still needed to do things for the kids who need something to do because we also have parents that are working from home and need their kids occupied. We're not delivering new content like. Right. So. 
So all the materials that's being shared with students, it's off of enrichment. That means it should have already been taught. It has already been taught. Doesn't mean that all the students got, you know, grasp the standard or master the standard and things of that sort, but it's no new material, right? So we can be innovative in how we're rolling it out to like teachers Mm -hmm. or how we're rolling it out to students. I think that like the plan for our district is way below what Wayne Risa is recommending for seat time because we were trying to balance the wellness of like the teacher the student and their family and their home conditions, right? So it's like, if they can't get on a Zoom, it's not the end of the world, right? And like, our hope is we want students to engage with their teachers at some point or in some way, shape or form. But it's not like, you know, Mr. JG over here teaching on a whiteboard. Like, that's not what this is. That's not what this is. <laughs> that's the, it, it, first, right. it's not going to happen. It's that's, not feasible. <laughs> they it, see it, me it, in my it, bed. Like, that's my Zoom call. What's up, y'all? Y'all good? You know what I'm saying? It, it's not feasible. But I think that, like, um, for seniors, like, it's been clear. Like, it's a, it was an 80-page executive order, and I read 80 every page like students who are already on track well we had to because the nuances contribute to the plan that needs to be submitted but the kids who are um going to be the kids who are already on track to graduate boom they're they're good right the kids who weren't on track that need some credit recovery where they're gonna do some online credit recovery we're gonna see how to make that work the thing is is like some may argue it's not fair they shouldn't graduate some may argue it's problematic yes but it's a pandemic when september 11th happened they made adjustments in 2005, when Katrina happened, they made adjustments, and those kids still graduated, right? So, like, look at you with the look at you with the other facts, the, the <laughs> terrorist attacks, the national, the natural disasters. Um, but yeah, I think so. I'm I'm not. I don't want to say that I'm a pessimist. I think it's just more of like it's almost it's so many factors that come into play. Like it's it's just so many factors that come into play in distance learning. Um, especially coming from somebody like I, I have uh, degrees from online school, so I know <laughs> how difficult it can be. Even if we, even if you're not, you know, reteaching, like teaching new content, even if you're just like it's more of a review type of style. There's still like there's still so much that these kids are gonna have to put into play to to get this done. Like I'm still getting work. When did we leave? March thirteenth. I'm finally getting assignments from the packet I sent home. It's a mm-hmm. month later. Like it's a whole month later. It wasn't new content. It was, mm-hmm. it was just, hey, watch the news. Tell me what's happening. I'm finally getting these assignments back, and it's been a whole month. So I just don't understand like when it, it's just a lot. But I, I'm I'm interested in to seeing I'm interested in to seeing some kids' faces through these Zoom calls and and figuring it out. But you know. Go ahead, go ahead, LB. What was you about to say so, about how it's, how it's working? I think doing so, like the first week we talked on the thirty first, right before we went out for spring break, and I think that what what was the most challenging as for educators because I mentor teachers too was actually like letting go of what you think traditionally should happen, like like how you just mentioned that you're just now getting assignments. I had a teacher that was like going ham on kids. I need this work. And I had to just explain to her from the conversations that I'm having, because we teach seniors and juniors, they're they're the essential work staff in our mm-hmm. city. Like those are the factors that I don't think educators are considering and that I don't know. 
I don't know what the planning teams are thinking about because you're giving seniors assignments, whether it's to enrich them, improve their grade or to just maybe keep their mind going. But they are literally at Wendy's, McDonald's, at Target, at Walmart. They're trying to help their families. I one student called me and was like, I can't do any of this because they cut my mom's hours. And so now I'm basically full time at Taco Bell. Damn. And I'm like, okay. Like it would do you, I had to really coach teachers on the fact that what you think is traditionally supposed to happen is not gonna happen. So if you get those assignments a month from now. Like, cool. Say thank you and keep it moving. Like they, I just don't know if all the nuts and bolts are being considered. Cause I also have other teachers that are like, you making this step pay. I'm at the bottom. So I don't have cable or I'm using my phone. So you're expecting me to hold all these zoom meetings and now I'm out of data mm. What you about to do for me? Damn. You giving you giving kids hotspots. Where is my hotspot? That's actually pretty. I didn't even think about that. Oh, definitely. But but here's the thing, like, if think about it, like, I don't know. Like there I know for a fact there are teachers who have like multiple kids, like three kids, and have their me, work laptop. Yes. Yeah, they have their work laptop and one other laptop. So they're like, my kids also got school at 11 o'clock for a Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. So am I taking away, not giving them my personal laptop to my child to do work? Like, it's like this weird balance. And I think that, like, it takes me to a point that, like, I was, like, going crazy about the other day in my group chat was that, like, this is not working from home because traditionally working from home would be, I can go to Panera, I, I could go to Starbucks, I could go outside, mm-hmm. I can work from a collab space. This is not working from There's home. There's no kids right? here. There's no kids. Like this is, we're not working from home. We're home working because we are restricted and we, there's a shelter in place, um, order in place. It's not the same thing. So like, the same culture that organizations are trying to implement that Google and all these other Fortune 500 big companies, startups are doing is not applicable to this moment because one, the resources aren't there. In a regular world, if I'm using my work phone, um, if I'm using my cell phone to do any work business, you're either paying for my cell phone or you're giving me a cell phone, right? So this is not like the regular smuggler. Yeah, because that's okay, Cardi. That's but actually, like, no, but that's actually that's actually real true because if you like, that's actually very honest and just on point. Because I'm thinking about it, it's like they wanted us to make 20 calls, like so it was like in our in our homeroom class, whatever. They wanted us to call. Yeah. They wanted us call yeah. twenty to twenty five kids twice a week. That's fifty calls. Like, like I don't care if if we're not on like the old cell phone plans where it's free nights and weekends and all this stuff. But it's like that's literally me using my cell phone. I don't have the school phone at my house. I have to use my cell phone. Well, like, it's been recommended for you to use well, Google even, a Google number. Even if you have to use a Google number, that's still my cell phone. Like it's still it's, your data. Like say for mm-hmm. say for instance, like that's a data call. That's not a regular like I mean, you can make it. It's like a lot of nuances to make it where it's not using data, but that's that's somebody's personal phone. Say for instance, the phone malfunctions and it I don't know. You make you on a call and it drops some water. Is the school gonna replace it? Like you you made all these calls and like Yeah. It's just so many like little 
little moments in, in this that's so confusing that I don't know. I'm just ready. Yeah, so this has never happened before, right? Ever. So I think like the next time this happens, like people are gonna be a little more like prepared. It's like you gotta give grace to the teachers, you gotta give grace to the staff. Oh, everybody. Like this is not the time to be clocking people, but also like some of the policies and things are being that are being put in place is because like there's no best practice for this. It's like what? Even on I think that I'm an academically successful student, but I will clearly fail online class. Like, that's just not my vibe. I don't, yeah. if I don't see it, I don't do it. If if I'm supposed to be looking at this syllabi every week, it's not, I'm failing the class. Like, I know I'm not an online person. I don't have that type of discipline. I know, so I know that this has to be, like, super difficult. And, like, trying to invest kids knowing, like, even adults, it's not even, like, limited to kids, like, Oh, it's not. It's not a grade. Oh, I'm not doing it. Yeah, because as a teacher, you're like, oh, it's not a grade. Then why the hell are we doing? But I get it. Yeah, like, you you understand as a teacher why you're doing it. But it's like some certain teachers be like, yo, it's no grades involved, or I'm not a curriculum. Like I'm not a class where they need me to graduate. So it's like I don't. It's just a yeah. lot of it's a lot of factors in there where it's just like, yo, this shit really is. Uh, it's a true pandemic that's kind of just it's it's wild right now. But I also know, like, for me, if if kids don't learn nothing new, I'm straight, like, right? I just know that I go in classrooms each and every week, and I work with principals where they're like, teachers can't do the things that they're supposed to do in real time because kids have so many gaps. They don't know their multiplication facts. They don't know their addition facts. They don't know subtraction facts. Like, this is the time to, like, if we just fill in gaps for the next couple months, like, potentially, even if they're not on grade level, like... There are going to be less computation errors because they know their facts, right? So yeah, they, it's like a gift and a curse. And I yeah. let's get back to basics, is what you're saying. Like let's get back to basics of stuff that like multiplication, addition, like these things that the can, states, yeah, <laughs> the like, presidents, yeah. the three branches of government. Just mem- remember, memorize them shits real quick. Yeah, like, let's just talk about that. Like that's, <laughs> you ain't got to know nothing else. Like let's just make it out of here. But just I, know what the executive branch does. Just, like, not anything that I taught last week. But that's class. that's kind of that's kind of how I was hitting it. Like during like the first wave of working at home is like know why know what's happening socially, know what's ha- happening economically, and know what's happening politically. Like know these three things that's happening today, so you know under and you understand what's happening. So it's like I gave them articles to read to make sure they were grasping these concepts. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think for from what I read from the work those turned in, I think they did a, an amazing job. I But it's also, this is just a, I, I mean, you can't even say it. It's, it's just a crazy time we live in here. It's a crazy time. I'm literally like texting the teacher right now, like you're doing too many posts. Give them <laughs> one or two assignments. Man. And give them a soft deadline. Like and tell them I, you're blessed. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's just it's relax. Good Friday. It's Good Friday. Like, yeah. stop working. It is Good Friday. It is Good Friday. It's like, and it's, it's like one of those things that, like, what teachers also have to do is relax and chill a little bit, right? Because I know that a lot of teachers, a lot of the bad teachers, even the good teachers do it, but a lot of the bad teachers try to hold the grades hostage. Among, like yeah. with kids right so yeah. my thing is like if you do it you do it if you don't that's on you like whatever right but like you know the teachers that want to flex for power and they're not like kids don't usually mess with them and stuff like that that's what they use as like their management in the classroom is like holding grades hostage and now like 
there's really no grades, so now you're struggling. But like, there, there's, there has to be even culture built online. Like, I know, like, for my nephew, like, his teacher had to make it very clear, like, Noah, there is no, like, you don't need to be in your Superman um, costume from Halloween on a Zoom call. Like, where's your <laughs> shirt? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a uniform shirt? Huh? No, like a shirt. Like, Noah doesn't wear a shirt. He just be in hoop shorts, right? So, like, that's, that's brave. But, like, Every literally, day. culture has to be set because yeah, he over here doing he, funny faces. I, I didn't even think about that. Like, a kid yeah, coming like, like they will turn it up. I would, yo, I would they go. They will turn it up. I would you go have, nuts. Like, and it's high school. You gonna I'm have, pulling and up. And he's flexing. He in seventh grade flexing. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to have girls in these halter tops, things that they wouldn't wear, but they're at home. Like, yeah, right? Like, matter of fact, everybody turn your videos off. <laughs> Out of here. As long as y'all see me, I don't need to see y'all. Y'all good. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's going, especially for high school, they're going to turn that thing all the way up. They already know I don't play. So. JV going to have stories for days. Bruh, they already Every know Zoom I that I've done so far has been seniors in do rags and the boys with no shirt. I mean, no they, shirt. they were do rags. If you don't put class, your chesticles so. away, girls in pockets. Like, they they they're they're not they're not playing like you got to set that you got to set that culture and my thing is like if you was a shitty teacher like before corona like when you get on this thing you gonna you gonna still be shitty but okay. i'm about to i'm gonna be doing all the challenges on, on my zoom call like let's go no they did everybody did they I'm sent me like nine thousand tiktoks i said okay <laughs> They was like, you got to do the rush challenge. I said, if I do the rush challenge, I'm going to go. It's going to be backward. Like me and his bonnet. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that's one thing I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. I don't feel like getting dressed. Yeah. I've been wearing I don't, I don't see how people are doing that challenge. That's a lot of work. And like how long does like it be like. I've uh, seen. So look, I've seen some rush challenges. <laughs> I didn't want to point people out. I've seen some rush challenges where they started and it was light. They had natural light. And then at yes. the end, it was dark. Like you could tell that it was nighttime. It was just like, damn, yes. it really took you. you been do, I mean, it's like they ain't got nothing else to do. But it's like, dog, but, it took you all day to do this. Like, <laughs> can like, I just give somebody some tips? Like, can y'all just like record y'all videos in HD and send it? Like, I don't know. How do you send it and keep the quality? Because it'd be like idea. the first one being first one being HD, and then everybody else look like they on an Android. And I everybody do. megapixel looking real, real, yes, <laughs> looking real, real, real crazy. But I saw, I'm not even gonna lie, I saw a, a I gotta send it to you, LB. I saw a, a Kappa one, yeah, with Did the, you see the old, Q one. No, I didn't see the Q one, but I saw the Kappa one. But these aren't like young guys, these are like 35, 40 and up, sis, yeah. It was it was a, that was a good one. That I was gonna do the the old daddy one too. Yeah, I was like, like okay. Clearly, you can tell they was new. So I was like, okay. Clearly, you can tell people ain't got nothing else to do. Like, I mean, what else do I have to do? Read this a book. Read a book. Read a. I read book. a book. I felt like I've watched every movie there is. There's nothing to do. I go out. I walk on the river. I told walk, you. I, I told to you to watch the show, and you didn't listen to me. I'm gonna what tell show? you too. Truth be told, it's a great show about podcasting and journalism. Um, if you, it's on. What, what, what is TV. it on Netflix? On Apple TV. 
Apple TV, okay. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Truth be told, phenomenal okay. show. It's a dope, super dope show. Um, and it's another show, um, called Home Before. It's Apple TV got a lot of great content. Uh, Home Before Dark is really good, but Truth be told, is about podcasting. It's like this lady, um, takes this like murder case and she solves it through podcasting. Um, if you've ever heard like Serial. Yeah, I, 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 I listen to Serial. So it's it's cereal. kind of based off of that first season of Serial with uh, Adnan Saeed, and she kind of just yeah. uncovers the murder and finds out how, how it happens and everything. It's a dope show. Octavia Spencer is the lead character in that. So what have you watched that other one where the kid, it was, I think that's on Apple TV, where the kid committed a murder and the parents are like, yeah, I hate when I forget the names. So, so I think the one you're talking about is Home Before Dark, and it's like a little girl. She's like a journalist trying to find out how this, what happened to this boy. No, that one looks good too. Like I feel like I need to just go ahead and subscribe to Apple Plus. But yeah, it's if you got a new iPhone in the last year, it's actually free. You just gotta log in. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but which one are you talking about? You said a kid committed a murder. It yeah he. Is Chris Evans is the dad? Oh, that one and, hasn't came out yet. That one comes okay, out, I think, okay. the end of the month. And I and I just want to just give I don't want to say like f y'all, but I want to give an okay girl to Wendy from Ozark. <laughs> I'm only on the first season. I'm probably only on episode five, but I already hate her. I mean, I don't watch it. It's a good DJ. I don't watch you Ozark. The Ozark is really good. Yeah, it is. Show. But it's what very frustrating. It uh, Netflix. Netflix. How many seasons? Is it like, um, what's that season. other show? Like that other show I haven't watched. It's three Everyone seasons. Talks. What's that show? It's like this mid- medieval weird thing. Game of Thrones? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I oh mean, my god, DJ. Game of Thrones is like over. Like you got the rest of your life. Well, you can actually start now. Yeah. But... Um, Ozark is only three seasons, and it's like a current show. Game of Thrones just ended, so it's just like you can yeah. watch that whenever. I'm just excited about Insecure on on Sunday, but like they could have extended it. We could have got an hour, but hey, I'll I'm, take what they get. I mean, listen. she straight up told her told us it's never gonna happen. Yeah, she told. Yeah, I saw that. I said, okay, sis. She could have put out like an hour premiere as far as like two, just drop two episodes. She knows Dude, like, and, got, and got shit to do. DJ, get out your phone. Sick it is. Now I could literally see you on your phone. Thank you. She's supposed to read the text, but I'm not gonna do that to her. I, don't, I think she's on, she on Twitter probably. I, and I'm not gonna talk about her because I have been on Instagram. I've tweeted. I've been since here. We've been sitting here. So. <laughs> no, I was actually. This is a, a, a weird tangent, but I was actually just looking up uh, paintings that I want to put in my home of black women. But what? That's just First a, of all, shout out to your ceiling. I love it. It's that Thank industrial you. vibe. I, I was really about to announce where you live at, because, but I forgot that that's like real weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to you, though. Yeah. And I love my bedroom has the brick, brick walls. Man, my living room got brick walls. Yeah. It's fire. I really love the vibe. I'm uh, just living there. Great times. Yeah, it's been great. Um, what was I gonna say? But I'm frustrated because I bought a lot of furniture that still hasn't gotten here. And it was supposed to get here March 12th. That's before this whole pandemic really popped off. They 
messed up and said that they were going to come on the 20th. How much money did you get back from this? That's what I need to call them. So, like, they said they were going to um, do the 20th. Then, you know, everything started popping off. They moved it to the 31st. And then by the 31st, it was this shelter in place. So now they're telling me I might not get in until after April 30th. What? Didn't I really? Like, what do you think? What's a, Can y'all give me some tips? Because I really just want to turn all the way up. So, I want my stuff. It's a couple things well, they, you should do. She um, just said no furniture, right? Who? What more? In in the oh, order that came out yesterday, is furniture stores had to close. Yeah, everything but, was closed. They've been uh, closed, I guess. But it's like, I mean, I, if I, you, you if, might have if to you would have, yeah. <laughs> my thing is like, if you would have delivered on the original promise, like mm-hmm. I ordered it in February, and I was supposed to get it March twelfth. There was no pandemic at that point. If you would have, would I pay for delivery? If you would have delivered on that, I would have had my stuff, and we wouldn't have had an issue. I think it is because of conversation. you. Yeah, it's because of you that it was pushed back. Ultimately, this pandemic came into play. That ain't got shit to do with me. If you would have that original date. Now, if the original date was March 31st and it was a pandemic, like, cool. The original date was March 12th and y'all pushed it back. I don't care why y'all pushed it back. But, yeah, you're right. I'm frustrated. I would, I would definitely yeah, have I, that conversation. It, it might be time to turn up. Yeah. yeah or so. just get your bread back. And then just order from somewhere that because if you but it's, or- it's pieces to furniture like oh it's that you like already got do- yeah it's like they brought gotcha. some pieces and did it so like I can't say I can't like forget it cancel it because it's like missing pieces like my ottoman is missing one of my end table like stuff like that like one was on what, back what company is it from Value City Podcast oh Value City. yeah I will see if if they have it because some places can. They'll ship it through like a a third, not a third party, a third but like, party, but like UPS. So it's like if you can cancel your order through Value City delivering your furniture and say like, hey, is it possible to order it through your website and just get it directly through like UPS or FedEx or something like that? Because yeah, I like, wish I had known that because I ordered through their website. I did not do it through them. Yeah, and it actually got here. Who delivered it faster? They delivered it, but they it's like a um, third party party. Yeah, and it it was it was not value third party people. Yeah, it was like a moving company. Oh yeah, so like I just ordered. Oh, it's Good Friday. I'm gonna bless them for this weekend. Let them have a good Easter weekend. But Monday, (laughs) bro, what? (laughs) I'm turning up. I'm gonna bless them this weekend. I actually gotta. I gotta put. I got a new grill. I put so I put my grill, my old grill out there to throw it away in the trash. And somebody took the grill racks out and didn't take the grill. It's like just take the whole damn thing. Why would you just take the grill racks? Like they, they literally... just needed the racks. They got a um what's they it got one, yeah. They got one of those um God, what do you call uh, those things? Tra- trash the cans? drum. Oh yeah, trash you know drums. The... Yeah. <laughs> they just needed your racks. But the racks ain't even big enough for a drum. It's like, but I got this new grill. And I'm about to I'm about to go crazy this weekend. Yeah, we've been grilling. We've been grilling every Saturday. I'm actually tired of cooking. I'm over it. Me too. Shit, I, I ain't gonna lie. We, like, we've been cooking, but we ain't been cooking, cooking. We've been nah. I've been cooking, cooking from everywhere. I've been supporting small businesses. <laughs> nah, I'm with a person who don't want takeout. Uh, I've been eating like Yum Village. Shout out to my guy Yum Village. He just actually closed though, so he can support like um, people on the front line. So shout out to him. Um. What I, I ate chicken shack yesterday. That shit was fire. That's not was really it. I might have to get it. Yeah. DoorDash. 
Yeah. Well, I actually pulled up. They got a drive through, so I went through the drive through. Less hands. I have not ordered out in a month and a half. I have not had fast food. Damn, that's, you a good I one. I want some Benihana. Are they open? I think so. Benihana? Nah, probably not. I don't know. I'm going to go to Ichiban. I, uh, <laughs> I had Wendy's breakfast. Man, I've been eating some bullshit. I had Wendy's for breakfast. Wendy's breakfast is a top it, banger. It slaps. That it's good? That's banger. what it is. That chicken honey biscuit, whatever that is. Yep, chicken honey biscuit and really? the potato wedges. It's, it's over for McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> wait, 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 like this is new though, right? I don't know. Yeah, how yes. it came out yeah. since like February, I think February, March. Bangers. Yes. I mean, if I, I have to go out. outside. I will definitely. Man, I'd be needing those. But I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been outside. I haven't been needing them lately because my child is gone, but. I've been needing those car rides to just take a break. Take hey, a damn break. Her grandparents came through. Yeah. I, I mean, she only gonna be on she only gonna be over there for two days though. So that's not even like <laughs> uh, my father in law. Was today the first work. day? Yesterday was the first day, and I literally slept all day yesterday. Oh, so she back she back like to crack tomorrow. Probably either Saturday or Sunday. She probably come back Sunday. Oh, okay. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> I miss my baby, but dog, I need that break. And school start back next week. Uh I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm yeah, that, I how this gonna work out. That's been very difficult. Like we've all been at the table with laptops and I'm on a Zoom trying to like not slap Bray <laughs> because he on FaceTime with somebody talking about the people in the Zoom. <laughs> I like, mean, I like talking about the background and people talking about people's background. I'm like, bro, <laughs> just focus on class, please. Listen, it's this, it's it's gonna be interesting. This is pray for us, pray I'm, for all educators. I'm sure, <laughs> like, and the crazy part is, like, I don't, I don't even know if I'm gonna be teaching again this year. So it's like. I don't know when this is going to stop, when a new, like, when I'm supposed to look for a new job, like, mm-hmm. like a bunch of stuff going. It's like well, a great I got time. a call for a nut from another district. DJ, I got to ask you some questions P- people about People hiring too. in this client? Like, schools are they hiring? They reached out. And, you know, I I uh, saw an article on Chalkbeat. I'll send it to you all. Like right now, I think that this year we're really in a good place. We're in a good place because we're still going to get like the supplemental count funds to make sure that everyone is paid through, you know, until June. I think that if we go in like a recession and like there's an economic downpour, like the one that happened, what, in 06? Mm-hmm. What was that? 07? It hurts. 07, like, 08, yeah. It hurts like urban districts because then you have to be dependent on like, property taxes and you know we ain't got much of that. <laughs> no, what I'm what I'm really interested in seeing is if this stay at home order is lifted May first. Right? If it's lifted May first and people are able to like they want people to return to offices and, and shit like that, what happens with kids that's still out of school? I think that it may be lifted where businesses are open, but the gathering is still gonna be restricted. Mm. That's my hope. Like, open like the nail salons. If it, you know, I'm advocating for nail salons and hair salons, whatever. Yes. I need to think my braids out already. But it's like open those establishments, but like limit the gathering 
to a minimum. But that's that's still that's still very dangerous. Like if you still think about like nails, even if you got one client in there at a time, that's still dangerous once that person is doing the nails and then every client after they've been after they contracted the virus so it's just like it's never it's never any like my barber was saying like he cut hair this week and i was just like whoa you got a lot of dip on your chip i won't be there but I, he the reason he's cutting hair is because he doesn't have any income so it's just like yeah i think like i had to make the the call to be like all right i'm going to send you some money like i like you're my barber. Yeah, that's what I did with my hairstylist too. And like, I guess I saw on Twitter like the first round of stimulus checks went out today. Yeah, um, let me check my account. I, I'm very worried about you that. You not getting one, people... DJ? No. Hey man, it shouldn't be so rich. Yeah, <laughs> mine is looking sketch, looking very sketchy. What this is from? Well, I didn't file my taxes for 2019 yet. See, if I file taxes for 2019, we for sure not getting one. But our 2018 taxes, we definitely getting one. Oh, show me the money. Yeah, it's looking bad for both. <laughs> I I wish I don't know. I mean, I need it. Do you? I still I I still got private student loans that's still saying like Nazis. We still we still debiting that um that payment. <laughs> I mean, fam, um, you might want to just like go get go become an essential worker somewhere. Like, what can I do? I wouldn't even mind getting another job. I mean, I am consulting, but I mean, you could go like work at Wendy's. Yeah, I, I cannot see nothing, that at all. Oh no, nothing wrong with working with Wendy's. I'm just oh, saying, no. like, I'm, I'm saying, not like, that. I'm saying, like, you could like Wendy's employees, like they're getting has a lot of these fast food places are getting hazardous pay. So you're getting like say for instance they're getting ten dollars. They're getting an extra five for hazardous pay, which is taking them fifteen dollars an hour. Which if somebody's yeah, no, just, Oh no, of course it's not. But I'm saying if somebody's just looking like if somebody's going crazy at the crib and it's just like, yo, I could go put in like four hours here. I mean I, I wouldn't mind doing online tutoring. I'm not doing that shit. I'll do online tutoring. I don't know how successful it is, but like when a parent got a bag, they'll throw it. They'll throw money at anything. Like I need to figure out how to save my organization and make sure that we don't plummet. Like I don't have time to support my kid with like Eureka Math. Ooh, I can do that. I mean, you can, I'm Eureka Math certified, so it sound good. But yeah, I I just want to get paid for like. Let me do a study. Like, how many hours can I sleep in a day? <laughs> oh, study me down. Setting me down. If, is there I don't some, know. Is there I'm... some liquor companies out here testing a new batch? Bring it here. I'll let you know. Oh yeah, I'm down for that. Definitely been pitching people in my influencer bag. Like, hey, I'm not doing anything. So, send me some clothes. I actually just got. I actually just got a. Uh, <laughs> I think people think I'm an influencer, but I just got this Swedish company. They sending me this like leather book bag. I was like, oh, shout out to huh. you. Yeah, <laughs> you go, go outside and take a picture. Oh, yeah, that's all they want. They was like, yeah, we just need two Instagram posts. I was like, bet, I got you. Do oh. y'all have any essential workers in the family? Like, because that is stressing me out. Like, uh, my sister my, works. She's a property manager. Um, my kid is working. Yeah. And oh yeah, y'all partner. might as well have him. Y'all might as well have him bring some food home then. Oh no, he does. He oh. brings home lifestyle. Like he I just brings. <laughs> he said. Oh else. no. No, we just not eating out. Like I, I just don't it. trust it. I'm not there yet. 
And I want to support, but like I'm just not there yet. I'm hungry. I'm making a whole ass Easter dinner. Mm-hmm. And I I just don't know why I committed to that. <laughs> oh, then I'm going to pull up. No, I'm kidding. You um, can't put a plate up. Put a plate out. And put a play out on the porch. Yep. Have you been um, over shopping? Like, have you been shopping? No, I've been saving my... Like, you mean for food? No, I've been shopping. No, I haven't really been buying anything. Like, it's some stuff that I bought that I haven't been able to wear. So, like, I'm like... It's like vapor masks, all that stuff I, I got for my, like, birthday and stuff. I haven't... Oh, you did order a lot of stuff for your birthday. Yeah, I haven't been able to wear. So, and depending on when this is lifted, like some of the stuff I can't even wear because the weather won't permit. But like the shoes and stuff, Yeezys and stuff, I can wear that. But it's like, I'm not buying nothing. I want to save. I'm ordering pajamas. (laughs) I need some sweats. I want some joggers. I want some pajamas and um, like athleisure. (laughs) Yup. It looked like every, every day it looked like I'm ready to run a damn marathon. Just to sit in the house. This Just is so sit, like, crazy. Time. When I wash clothes, I've been washing the same clothes over and over and over again. Like I'm actually cool with it. Me this too. Is, like I'm saving money, no dry cleaning, no like yeah. All, all of that. This is gonna be me next week on these Zoom calls, just like this, with this mic in front of my face. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Like that's it. Like, oh, you DJ, I forgot to tell you that uh, Doctor Smith was your soror. Oh, okay. It, it from makes from, from new from U of M. Oh, okay, okay. That, that makes sense. She was she was pretty dope. She was cool. She was. She's supposed to start a podcast. JG. Oh, really? And she she's yeah. super cute. I just saw her picture. Oh, Better it up. Let's get it. She's supposed to reach out. So. Yes, sir. Shout out to her. So I, I'm about to go outside and go to the grocery store for this Easter dinner. What Ooh. are you guys like? How are you? Are you going outside, JG? Take a walk? Uh, well, I'm in the backyard. What are you doing? I'm usually in the back. We got a pretty large backyard, so I'm usually you know in the backyard about every day or every other day. So today, after I finish like doing what I got to do around the house, I'll probably be in the backyard putting the grill together. Um, or I might wait. To, I'm gonna wait till tomorrow to put the grill together. So, yeah, I'm just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. I'm doing a... DJ, are you going out? Uh, yeah, I need to get some some uh, drinks to prepare for this virtual happy hour with my line sisters uh, at 6.30 today. Um, I'm going to cook today, but I don't want to. And it's Friday. You shouldn't really cook on Friday. Yeah. Look some Bucharest or something. You know I live next door. Like I've been getting chicken quesadillas like the bangers, a couple times a week. bangers. But I've been getting it a couple times. It's like the I'm lamb shawarma. Kinda... The lamb shawarma is also a banger. Okay, I might. That's new, right? Yeah, I'm gonna try that. I might try that. I might try that. Like actually now, <laughs> I got you. It's literally right next door. Yeah. I order it and just walk. Because they say it's clo- it's closed right now, and I'm like, that would have been so. They I would have lost. They closed, and so I'm like, y'all could have literally just kept the back open, but yeah, they, they wanted to protect their work, you know, protect their employees. I get it; it's a vibe. I, I definitely get it. I'm also a little bit happy because I would have 
probably all the money that I could have saved, I probably would have spent because that's literally two steps away. Yeah, that's literally where most of my money is going is to food. <laughs> I miss li- I miss living down there. That was a vibe. When this is over, you can um you can pull up. Yeah, we're supposed to have a party at your house. Yep, mm-hmm. we can have a happy hour. If they free us, mm-hmm. I hope they free us soon. Facts. All right, y'all, it's been so real. Yeah. It's been real. All right, so shout out to Dr. Smith. Thank you for coming on. Uh, this episode will drop Monday. So, see you Have a happy Easter. All right, bye. Bye. Not the sedan. Marching with the bands, cause I think that I care. Uh. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I'll never let you flex on me. Mama told me, but the hoe, get that dough.